When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. We are back from the international break and Forrest will be hosting Brighton this weekend. I got my boy Maz from Seagull Social Podcast. How are you, bro? It's good to see you again. I'm very well, thank you. I'm very well. How are you? Yeah, I'm just glad it's over, mate. This international break. We're here till March now. Thank God, man. It feels like it was like every couple of weeks you start to build a bit of momentum and then the stupid international break comes. But uh I well, think... it, it, well, it actually came for a good time for us, to be honest. With you. Yeah, I think we, had, we got yeah, we got a lot of injuries. So uh, I was actually quite grateful in a weird way. Usually, I'm, I'm the same as you. I, I'm not a big fan of international break, but in this instance, I was like, do you know what? <laughs> Let's take it. Let's regroup and uh, hopefully come back stronger. Before we get into that, um, guys, Maz is an absolute legend. Make sure you go check his channel out, Seagull Social Podcast. It will be in the title. All you got to do is click on that hyperlink, give him a subscribe because he's an absolute top bloke, even though he does support a crappy club. So make sure you go give him some love, guys. But yeah, Maz, can I start with those injuries? Because I was trying to piece together your team yesterday Mm. um, on the preview we did on our channel. And honestly, first time I was stumped this week because I'm not sure who's fit and who's not. I'm hearing Ferguson might be out. He might be in. Matoma might be out. He might be in. The only one I was sure was Daoud. I know he's suspended. But yes, the, in- right. the injury from it, what, what's the latest that you know from your end? Yeah, so um, we saw, you know, as we do as football fans, we love to watch like the the you know the admin posting any sort of training video. So uh, Tarek Lamptey was back in training. Uh, Ferguson was back in training. Uh, you also had Matoma back in training. So it looks likely that Matoma and Ferguson will both be part of the squad. I don't know whether they'll start or not. So that's obviously encouraging from our side, probably not encouraging from your end. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, Welbeck's definitely still out and CISO's long-term. Um, and then who else have we got? Oh, uh, Lewis Dunk, he had some, because he had to pull up the England squad as well. So yeah, he was a, he's a bit of a doubt. So yeah, we've definitely got, some issues and oh and Estepinian uh, is long term as well. Uh um, yeah. so we're not sure when he's back as well. So yeah, 
Estepina definitely is like a key sort of figure missing, which, um, as you see, defensively, we've not been great. But um, hopefully, Lewis Duncan is fit to play. And yeah, we can have Ferguson up top and the timer on the left. So yeah, I, I'm not 100% sure where we're at with everything because. I'm not privy to physio talks at the club, but yeah, I'm, I'm hoping we're uh, we're not too far off with regards to some players coming back. Do you think they're fit enough to start? I know it's all speculation, but are you thin enough that they might be risked? I, I think he loves to play Matoma like sort of whenever he's only been, yeah. he's like been the main consistent player to be honest, because uh, he loves to chop and change the season. So. If Matoma is fit, he'll be starting. I think that's pretty much nailed on. But if he is not, because again, he pulled out the Japan squad. So yeah. I, I just don't know where everyone is at. So um, I just can't give you an answer to be honest. I, I, I yeah, I, I, I know what you're saying, bro. I was struggling when I looked at it. The, the other thing I was struggling with was kind of nailing down a formation that you guys are set on because I know you said you chop and change, but Zerbi does it quite a lot, doesn't he? I've seen you guys play in a 4-2-3-1, a 4-3-3. I think even like a 4-4-1 as well a few times yeah. this we, season. We played three at the back last game as well. All the international yeah. break. <laughs> you got a man yeah. sent off as well, so... Yeah, to who, yeah. I, was, I was at that game as well. It was, yeah, it was dire, man. Sheffield United, it was... Yeah, poor game, bro. Like, just going 1-0 down. Uh, sorry, going 1-0 up, dominating the first half and then... Yeah, the red card just absolutely killed us. And yeah, they, they got back into the game and got, got a draw. So um, yeah, it's just frustrating time at the moment. I think we're just sort of, we're, we're our own worst enemy at the moment, which is um, mm. frustrating. But yeah, hopefully we can turn what, around again. What, what is the settled formation? Like if Deserbi's had a favourite, what, what do you guys so, tend to go with? So it's usually yeah, it's, uh, a 4 2 1 3. Uh, that's yeah. usually how it is. But, yeah, with the striker, two wingers. Uh, sort of the 10 role, the two midfielders and at the back four and, and, and obviously the goalkeeper. Uh, that's usually what he likes to play uh, with, with, for example, Estepinian fit and Veltman at right back. That's usually what we go for. But uh, yeah, I think because of what's been going on recently with injuries and suspensions, I think he's he played three at the back against Sheffield United, which actually worked all right. Um, yeah. I didn't actually mind it at all. But uh, yeah, it's, it's a tough one because... You just don't know who's going to start. He's just so unpredictable this season because of Europe. He's just been crazy unpredictable. Is that? Is, do you think that's cost you a bit? Because you haven't won in about six at the moment. Yeah. Now, do you, do you think you've been stretched too thin? Because I know a lot of the talk in the summer was, yeah, you know, everyone bigs up Brighton and their model, and we hear about it all the time. I get sick of it, bro. No offense, but it's like <laughs> it's like constant. Like the amount of Forest fans are like, yeah, if we could just implement the Brighton model, and I'm like, can yeah. we just implement the Forest model? Yeah, Brighton have done a great job. I know. Yeah, I'll say it through gritted teeth, but. Has it stretched you a bit thin? Because you're doing all right there, aren't you? You're second in the group and you look like you yes. will qualify. But has that yeah, cost yeah. you Premier League-wise, in your opinion, bro? I think, well, look, let's be honest. We're, we're eighth in the league. We're, you know, we're, you're in 14th, so we can't yeah. be doing that bad. But, uh, <laughs> as, as <laughs> shots fired. Uh, no, <laughs> shots fired. No, I'm only messing. Um, no, like, yeah, to, to be in an eighth, eighth position at this point in the season, it's not... It's not awful, um, considering, mm. like you said, we're, we're in a European competition and we're second in, in the Europa League groups as well with a tough group, Ajax, Marseille and Athens. So, yeah, um, yeah uh, it's not it's not an awful place to be at this stage of the season. But I think because our expectations have just risen each season and we've got bigger and bigger 
Um, look, we're not we're not by no means like a huge club by any stretch of the imagination, but we're batting above our sort of station at the, at the moment. And but we're looking comfortable at times, you know, like some against some of the big teams, we don't look out of place. Like we've had mm. some really good results against the likes of Arsenal, Liverpool, uh, even City we beat last season. Like United, you, know, we, we you, did, you destroyed oh, United. Yeah, we, yeah. yeah. Man United 3-1, yeah. So, it, yeah, like we don't look out of place and we're not, but like you said, we haven't won since uh, in the league since September, which is insane. Uh, so the back end of December, uh, September, sorry, uh, against Bournemouth, I think it was. So, yeah, yeah, it, it, it is worrying the league form, like the amount of draws we're getting, especially. Uh, it just seems like we can't sort of win games at the moment. Uh, and especially against a decent Forest side as well. I know you guys have got some injuries as well. Uh, but, you know, it's going to be a really, really tough game. I just... Um, I just hope we yeah, we can pick up wins in, in the league. I think that's really key. Is that we get we're getting wins. We've got back to back wins against Ajax in the Europa League. Admittedly, a very poor Ajax side, yeah. but we just need to transfer that into the Premier League form. And I just don't know where it goes. Defensively, we're not strong going forward. We're not scoring as many goals as we need to. So I just don't know what needs to change. I think I, I personally would like to see more consistency from De Zerbi, just in terms of his selection. And mm. I know he's trying to do this whole you know, uh, sort of, I don't know what he's trying to prove, but I think he's trying to show that we need to rotate. He needs to keep the, the, the squad fresh. But at the same time, we haven't got that core, that consistency. And I think that's what's been letting us down. So that's what I'd like to see, if we can just keep a consistent sort of lineup for at least three games. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough though. It's tough. You are stretched. But it is, it's interesting what you say about the league form because I almost feel like you've done better against the big boys. Do you know what I mean? And I feel sure. that you've struggled against the low block teams. And that kind of reflected a little last season because we definitely low blocked against you, especially at your place. I mean, that was one. I don't think we even tried to get into your half in that that away game last year. And then obviously we were able to turn a deficit round at the city ground last year. But is that something you think you will struggle with is teams coming up against you of low block and then you're struggling to break them down? No, oh, mate, you, you're, you're bang on. Yeah, that's exactly our, our issue. Like like Sheffield United, man, like there's a prime example. Last yeah. game, uh, we, we dominated the first half. We really sort of, again, I, when I say dominate, we dominate possession, which is yeah. a different thing. You know, possession doesn't win games, unfortunately, as much as it's great. You know, I know the, the big sides, Man City, you know, you look at the Continental, you know, the Bayern Munich, all that kind of like to dominate mm -hmm. possession, but that doesn't necessarily always win your games. They're good at converting their chances, but we're not. Uh, we're not as clinical. So I think, yeah, it, definitely you're right. Like the low block teams really frustrate us. We don't really have a, a second, like a plan B when it comes to those mm. low block. Uh, mm. We love when, when teams come on to us. Uh, like you mentioned, yeah, like, you know, like a Man City, Liverpool, Man United. When those teams attack us, we're really good at getting at them on, on the counter and just sort of taking our chances. But it seems like the low block teams do frustrate us and we don't have that plan B. It was like, right, what do we do now? What do we do against the low block? And yeah. I think Deserby, I think he has to come up with some kind of, plan or or system yeah. to combat that because otherwise we're going to keep struggling against these low block teams and that's my big one big thing i'm not saying you're a low block team but you you're, you're not the most expansive but let's say in comparison to the top four you're not no, the I most guess. expansive in, in in that respect so yeah I, I think we're gonna have similar problems against you guys but i am i'm really glad that one year is injured I, I don't wish injury upon players but he's a very good player and i'm, I'm glad he's not he's not playing against us because i think physically He'll give our defenders a real problem. He's a, he's a handful physically, which yeah we struggle with when it comes to like a, a physical forward. So um, yeah, I, I'll be real. And is it um, 
Uh, Alanga, is he out as well? It, I don't know, broke. Like, Cooper's very cryptic with the injuries. So, Alanga did come back with a knock. Right. I think he will play. I think he will play. Basically, because we ain't got no one else. Um, okay. That's our problem at the moment. Like, we recruited, as everyone memes, we got, like, six billion players. Yeah, we know. But we didn't get many attackers. So, like, our core attacking four, if you like, is Taiwo, you got Alanga, Callum Hudson-Odoi, and then Morgan gibbs right. Callum Hudson-Odoi is out. Taiwo's out for three to four months now as well. Alanga, I think, will start um, because I'm just not sure what he'll do if if he's not fit, you know, if, if he's not available. So I think we'll probably have Chris Wood up front, who isn't going to give you the problems of Taiwo. Um, he's just not got the pace. And then I think Alanga will play on the left, Morgan Gibbs-White on the right, which I don't really like because I think he's kind of square pegging around Holder. I prefer him in the 10. So, yeah, I'm I'm worried as well. I've got the same worries as you in terms of the injuries and then not sure how exactly he's going to piece the team together. And then we've got Murillo, who's our Brazilian wonder kid centre-back, who's like this, man. He's absolutely chiselled up. He pulled his hamstring against West Ham. So I think he's going to be out. So again, I'm oh, not wow. sure what he's going to do with the centre-back. So it's it's an awkward one, especially when you feel there's been that two-week break from the international mm. period and you don't know how the team's going to come back. Um, so yeah, I'm a little worried as well, bro, if that makes you feel any better. <laughs> <laughs> no, not really, no. Uh, but I, I don't... We, uh, our NFG, I was at the uh, playoff semis for work. So for work, I was, I was at the game, the Nottingham Forest game in, in the playoffs yeah. last year. And... Um, I was saying on our podcast, like the atmosphere you guys create is actually really decent. I know it's a Saturday 3 p.m., which probably yeah. isn't going to have the same sort of, you know, effect. But like when I was there on that, that night, I think was it Hard- not Huddersfield? Was it Huddersfield? Sheffield United. Sheffield United, that's it. There you go. Yeah, of course it was. It was when, um, yeah, Sam- Samba had an absolute uh, masterclass. Um, yeah, so yeah, like that, that evening was incredible. The atmosphere there was class. And obviously last year, it was an evening game, I'm pretty sure, wasn't it? When you beat us 3-1. And yeah. like, the atmosphere was was decent. Um, yeah. And we, yeah, we just we just crumbled. Um, so yeah, like if your crowd can get behind you and you know make it difficult for us, and I, I think you're there's no reason why not. Like you could easily beat us. It's not like one of those games where you think, oh, we're going to go there and get a win. It's not. It's not like that at all. Um, I think, without signing cliche, I think any game in the Premier League's you know a difficult game, but especially yeah. Forest away. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm not I'm not going into it confident at all. I'd love to say, oh yeah, we'll get a win, but I, I couldn't say that with chest. So, I, 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 you know, I, I predicted a draw, but um, yeah, we'll see how we get on. Oh, I'm kind of with you on that one. The, what I will say is we, we haven't lost at City Ground since, I think Man knew about March, April time last year. It's just so, it's, you're right, it's, it is the atmosphere. However, there have been like a lot of the fan base, like it's not the same atmosphere as it was last year, maybe because it's second season, maybe because we played the shitty teams like your Burnleys and Luton at home so far this season. But against mm-hmm. Villa, the atmosphere was better. We were able to turn Villa over. And for me, that's where Cooper's strengths are, is playing those teams that he's expected to be the underdog in. He tends to um, kind of, I feel like he can go into his default, which is low block and then counter-attack. Yeah. Whereas when it's a Luton or a Burnley, the you know the onus is on us to attack, and that's where he struggles. A bit like what you're saying with Zerbi, mm-hmm. he doesn't know how to break that down, and Cooper has similar elements to it. But from what you've seen as Forest so far, 
I'm interested from an external outsider point of view. How how do you feel Forest season's been? Are we way we you would have thought we were higher, lower, etc.? I mean, I think with Forest, like you said, there's been a lot of additions, um, some good, some not so great. But on the whole, I think your recruitment's actually not been that bad. Like Sonny Sangare for me was a was a huge coup. I, I think to be able to mm. attract a player like Sangare because uh, we, yeah, we were linked with him. Uh, I know a lot, a lot of the other sort of Premier League clubs are linked with him. Uh, a few European clubs as well. So to be able to like to get him to come to the club, he, obviously there's a vision there. There's a project that you know Forest are building and. You know, I, I think you've got really good, some really good players. You mentioned the sort of attacking options. I know a few are injured now, but Awanyi, Elanga, Callum hudson Adoy, Morgan Gibbs, right? That's like a really good attacking option. So, yeah, yeah I, I, th- I think you've got a decent squad. I think your form is hasn't been the best as probably as, as you as you'd like as a, as a Forest fan, um, yeah. especially was it against West Ham last time out. I know that was a bit of a uh, a weird, weird game. I didn't near the end of it from Lawless, mate. I don't know. <laughs> oh, no. He's the I worst. Two weeks of him and Jace bloody just sitting on it. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Lawless is the worst person to lose to, I think. Mm. Uh, but yeah, going 2 1 up against West Ham and then obviously losing 3 2 is probably never nice as a, as a fan. So yeah, I, I think you guys haven't probably been at, at your best, but I don't know what your best is. I, I don't know, like, where um, I expect you to be. Uh, I, I think you're. I don't think you're definitely not like relegation candidates at all. Like you're, you're, you're definitely comfortable. Um, but I don't know where you sort of sit. Like, are, are you a, are you a, a conference league chasing team? Probably not. But you're not. You're not like a bottom half struggling team. Like, do you know what I mean, it's like a, a weird one for me. It's yeah. like where you're sort of just in the middle, <laughs> in, in a respectful way. Um, but you definitely got the squad. Like you said, you mentioned Murillo as well for the like. Going forward, uh, signing placement for, and you got uh, is it Danilo as well? I want to say Danilo, yeah, yeah, he scored against yeah. you in the in our home leg, didn't he? Last year, yeah, that's, that's, that's it, the that's turning it. point, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah, like I mentioned, you've got some really good players. Um, it's just, I don't personally, I don't think Cooper's the one. Uh, I just don't think he's a manager, a progressive manager to take you maybe to the, the heights that you guys probably want as, as football fans. Mm. Mm. I, I just think he's sort of a bit of a run-of-the-mill sort of manager uh, in a respect, as respectful as I can say it. Um, I think there's probably better out there, but he's, he's done a very good job for you. I'm not discrediting his job yeah. that he's done so far. I just don't know if he's the guy to sort of take you to new levels. I, I think that's an interesting point because like 99.99% of the fan base are fully behind Cooper. And what he's doing. Whereas I kind of can see what you're saying. It's like, is he, is this his level? Is this his limit? And to take that next step on, because the squad is good, is, yeah. is he that guy to well, do it? But that starts a whole goddamn debate, man. Yeah. Well, no, it's, it's very similar to, to sort of, again, I know, I know you mentioned earlier about like, the Brighton model, you don't want to sort of compare yourselves. But yeah. we had a very similar thing where we came to the Premier League, because we've only been in the Premier League, what, six years now? Four or five, yeah. six years. And, um, we had the similar thing. So obviously Chris Hutton uh, was great, done a really good job for us, but... Please don't say his name out loud. <laughs> the man who should not be named. Uh, <laughs> he, he done a great job for us. And, you know, it was it got to a time where we were like, this is, this, he can't take us any further. Like, he kept us in the mm. league, but we need to, if we want to progress, we, we need to get better. And yeah, obviously Graham Potter came in, done an incredible job. Again, he also got posed from with Chelsea and obviously his career crashed and burned but made a good good bit of money uh and then deserve so like every time it's sort of like leveling up in, in, a, in a sense yeah. so yeah i just feel like 
sometimes the owners have just got to be like Tony Bloom made a big call sacking Hughton because he was a bit of a fan favourite at the time. Mm. And I suppose similar sort of vibes to Cooper, I suppose. I know a lot yeah. of fans like him. So I'm not saying sack him or anything like that, but like come the end of the season, it might be one of those where you think, right, next year, are we actually going to get better? Progress. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then, and then sort of take it from there. But look, you, you club better than I do, but um, that's just from an outsider's perspective. That is, it's an interesting perspective. And speaking of managers, bro, he messaged me the other day saying, deserve you being linked to uh, Real Madrid. Yeah. How you feeling about that? Uh, it's actually been, it's actually now been debunked, which I'm uh, very happy about. Uh, yeah. Apparently, yeah, it was all like fake news, like slash. So it actually came from like a sort of reputable source. It was, uh, yeah. I believe they're called Sport in, in, in Spain. They're like a big sort yeah, of yeah. publisher. And um yeah, so when that when I saw that, I was like, oh wow, like that's quite like a credible, you know, newspaper saying these things. Uh but then yeah, it's come out since that apparently like Shabby Alonso's their favourite. Uh they're not really yeah. looking at Deserby. Uh Deserby's happy, like, and he's also got a clause in his contract that he actually can't leave during the season. So mm-hmm. all these things that have come out, I'm actually quite happy about now. So it's made me feel a little bit more at ease. Um, however, I mean, I'm a realist. I'm not stupid. I think, you know, he's probably destined for, for bigger things uh, than Brighton and Albion. But look, whilst we've got him, I'm going to enjoy him. I'm going to enjoy the ride and uh, see where he gets us. Everyone behind him still, even with the shaky kind of last few weeks you've had. How, how's the mood yeah. in the fan base of it? Yeah, definitely. I, I think, look, again, I think as fans, we can be so fickle, can't we? And we're like, oh, look. Oh, we got Europa League, blah blah blah, and like you can get all all caught up in it, and, like you think you're this big team yeah. and this big club, and you know we're the best. We're Brighton of Albion, like you know, getting all cocky. It's like we've got to just sort of settle a little bit and think where we've come from, uh, where we're at right now. Like we're still doing well. Like I said, yeah. we're eighth in the league, we're second in the group in Europa. Like it's not all doing blue. Um, so yeah, no, I think there are there's a small fraction of the fan base that are getting a bit frustrated and you know voicing their concerns about form and. You know him being yeah. inconsistent and stuff, which is fair. You know he's not he's not immune from criticism, but at the same time, it's like let's just settle down a bit. You know we're not we're not we're not relegation. We're not in the relegations like West Ham last season. You know we're we're, we're chilling. We're, we're good. We're in a good little spot. So don't panic yet. Obviously, let's say we come to the end of December, for example, and we're maybe got like one or two wins. Then yeah, cool. We can maybe have a bit of a panic. But right now, just you know, too early. Enjoy it. Enjoy, enjoy where we're at. We're, we're still doing well. We're in Europe. Uh, we're still doing all right in the, in the league, sort of mathematically anyway. Uh, form's not great, but hopefully we can turn it around against you boys and, uh, yeah, kick on. Well, go on, and who's going to be enjoying it at 5pm on Saturday? What are you thinking score-wise for this one, Maz? So on our podcast, we did we did a, we did a thing where we did uh, a scoreline based on our heart, uh, on our head, and a scoreline based in our heart. So I'll do the same. Uh, my oh. head's saying one all, uh, but my heart is saying two. No, sorry, one nil Brighton. Yeah, you'll be the first team that wins at the City Grounds this season. There you go. Records are there to be broken, my friend. So. Uh... I don't know, mate. I think my head and my heart are both saying a draw. I think yeah. both managers would probably take that and kind of build on that and move on. I don't know if we take it, to be honest, because I mean, it's purely because of how bad our form's been. Like I said, we haven't won since Bournemouth in late this September. Yeah. I think to go, like, I know, I know, I know it's not, like I said, it's not the end of the world because of where we are in the league, but we need to start getting back to some kind of consistent form and like getting some wins here and there. And, I don't mean this in a horrible way, but like 
we need to be picking up points against Forest. Like, if, if we're not going to pick up points against you, who are we going to pick up points against? No, not in a, like a horrible way, but like I think, I think you, 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 no, but you, you think the same. Don't don't lie. You think the same about us, right? Like, if, if we don't get point against, if we don't get points against Brighton, then. I am. We're we're coming into a decent run now. We got you, then Everton, and the likes of Fulham and Wolves, etc. So I mean, we've had a shitty run to start with. You know, we had like Arsenal, Man City, Chelsea, Man U, all the way from home back to back to start the season with. But again, we did okay in those games. I think this period for us is one that worries me because there's games coming up where we might be the favourites in the game. I'm not talking about the Brighton game. Um, I'm talking like the ones coming up. And I just worry how we're going to react to them because I still have this theory in my head that Cooper prefers to be the underdog rather than the aggressor. So I actually see this game as a bigger chance because he will see himself as the underdog in it, if that makes sense. Sure. Yeah. And we we took four points off you last year, which is one of the yeah, you surprisingly it's one of the most points we took um, in the pairings of the games last season from any team. And yeah. I just wonder. I think potentially that low block may screw you over but i don't think we will play a low block because cooper's trying to progress it almost into a mid block if you like so it, it's going to be fascinating i think it's going to be a draw i just think it stinks of yep. a draw to me yeah no it no mate does. i'm the same like i said my, my head says a draw oh, obviously i'd love a win <laughs> as any fan would say but yeah I, I agree with you i think i think a draw is probably how it's going to play out um but as long as it's as long as it's a nice high scoring Score draw. I'll take. I'll take it. At least make it. At least make it enjoyable. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, bro. I could talk to you all now. It's just like we've already run well over twenty yeah, minutes, yeah. man, and it's it's been crazy. I know we got both of us loads of stuff to do. So, just a quick shout out. Um, like I said uh, at the start of the video, um, Seagull Social Podcast. The link is in the title. Uh, do you want to just let the boys and girls know just quickly what co what's covered in there and where else they can find you? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, yeah, just all things Brighton, have Albion and, you know, match previews, uh, reviews, all that kind of, all the good stuff that you see on this channel as well. Um, and, yeah, just follow me on, on Sigar Social and Mazmers are there, at Mazmers are there, as it says on the screen there, on all socials, as well, all social platforms as well. And also, just finally, make sure, if you're watching this, subscribe, because they're 15 subscribers away from hitting the big 15K. So, yeah, if you're watching this and not subscribed, what are you playing at? exactly subscribe to both channels maz it's been an absolute pleasure as always bro best of luck to you after saturday and uh let's let's <laughs> see if this draw plays out man thank you guys for watching we'll see you on the next video come on you reds sports social podcast network step into the world of power loyalty and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.